As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's My Nerd World, Depeche Mode, the podcast. On the show this week, fans are thrilled about the potential of new Depeche Mode music. And how do I know this? Because a whole lot of you wrote into the show, and I am greatly appreciative. Share with you your thoughts, answer some of your questions, provide a little bit more to what Depeche Mode had to share uh, last week, and some of my insight. Let's go ahead and get started. my nerd world depeche mode the podcast i'm your host john justice been a fan for as long as i can remember and thank you so much for checking out another episode of uh the podcast there's not a lot of new news to to share um at this moment in in time beyond what i shared on uh, on last week's episode and again Thank you so much to uh, everybody who's written in. And that's what the bulk of this show is going to be about this week, is the listener feedback from you about the image that Depeche Mode shared of Martin and Dave working on new uh, material. If it's your first time listening to the show, I hope you'll go back and listen uh, to the previous episodes. I give a uh, deep background into my history with the band, uh, go through many of the albums through a series that I did uh, a couple of years back, giving my thoughts uh, on the releases uh, of the band and um, trying to be more consistent with doing the podcast, especially now that we're starting to get a little bit of news uh, and more positive news in the wake of the passing, of course, of, uh, of Andrew uh, Fletcher, uh, which uh, still, I think, is um, upsetting uh, to a lot of us. And I can only imagine what Dave and uh, Martin are going through. So let's get you up to speed. Um, I found there's a, a lot of different articles that have been written uh, not a whole lot more to be said, but I want to share with you what the enemy had to say, uh, which has been obviously reporting on Depeche Mode for, for decades. Frontman Dave Gaughan and the band's main songwriter, Martin Gore, took to Instagram to upload a pic alongside the caption, 
finding stability in what we know and love and focusing on what gives life meaning and, and purpose. The photo was shared just months after founding member and keyboardist Andrew, Andrew Fletcher died at age 60. I think last week I mistakenly said he was 62 and he was only 60 years old, and that's just far, far too young. Fletcher was a member of the beloved synth pop group for more than four decades since the release of their debut album, Speak and Spell, in 1981. Their album included chart-topping hits such as Dreaming of Me and New Life Just Can't Get Enough. The band first had their international hit in 1984 with People Are People. The band recently thanked their fans and friends for the outpouring of love following Fletch's death. We wanted to take a moment and acknowledge the outpouring of love for Andy that we've seen from all of you over the last few weeks, they wrote on Instagram. It's incredible to see all of your photos, to read your words, and to see how much Andy meant to all of you. As you can imagine, it's been a strange, sad, and disorienting few weeks for us, to say the least, they continued. But we've seen and felt all of your love and support, and we know that Andy's family has too. Speaking about the future of Depeche Mode to NME last year, prior to Fletch's death, Dave Gaughan hinted that the band would get back into the studio in 2022. He said, there's a ton of stuff that we've done with Depeche Mode that I'm really proud of. I think that's come with time and age. Martin put out a record last year, which I really liked. I, I actually bought a copy because it wouldn't feel right otherwise. I know he's been pottering away in his own studio, so I guess at some point next year, We'll get together, hopefully, at least just to have a chat about what we both feel like we could, um, of what we both feel like we could move forward with. The band is very intentional, and they always have been. I can't take credit for this particular hot take. I saw somebody else make the comment on the Depeche Dash Mode board, and um, I just happen to agree that the band is very intentional, and they don't put things out unless it's noteworthy apart from like a birthday or holiday greeting right point is the band's not going to put out and dave and martin aren't going to put out a photo like that with a caption like that unless they're working on new material i think most of us believe that's a given that being said i don't think there's any question we're getting material it's just a question of well what are we going to end up getting we're going to get an ep we're going to get a full album you know, what What will it be? There's been a lot of people dropping that they have inside information on the Halo message board. I don't know who to trust and who not to trust. We had somebody who posted that there was music coming a lot sooner than a lot of us thought, and that was prior to the passing of Fletch. I am, beyond my rabid fandom of the band, very curious to see what they come up with because of how much the writing and the band has changed throughout the years. Uh, I, I think it's safe to say that, maybe not for everybody, I'll, I'll just speak for me, because I don't want to speak for other people, because I don't know what you think. But I, I know for me, it's the earlier stuff, going back to um, the, you know, everything pre- Alan Wilder leaving. I love stuff that came after Alan Wilder left. Don't misunderstand. But, I mean, that was a big turning point for the band and also a, 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 a moment in the, in the life of the band members where they all were growing up, going through their own personal and public demons, a lot of them to the extreme. Uh, but by the time they came out of that in the wake of Alan Wilder leaving, the band had changed. The writing had changed a bit. And, you know, the, the commentary done within the songwriting had shifted, especially with this last album. 
my point to all this is with Fletch's passing, depending on how much they've written, and we know that in the past, if you've paid attention to the documentaries or read any of the numerous histories that have been done about the band, that, um, you know, often when they come together and start looking at music, a central theme will pop up in the writing, um, and it's just merely coincidence. They seem to find some common threads, and they craft an album around that. So one of the things that I love about Depeche Mode so much is that all of their albums seem to have this cohesive feel to them. Uh, they this you know they're very very distinct to each particular album, I, and I think for most fans, if you were to pull a song out and play it, well, it's unfair because most of us all know where the albums come from. But I think if you played it for other people, you know you can kind of tell the era, be that as it may. Um, with the passing of of Fletch, I just wonder what kind of inspiration that's provided for the band, especially given the subject matter of those albums back in the late 80s early 90s of songs of faith and devotion violator uh, and music for the masses and specifically black celebration uh you know when you look at the writing of martin gore and how much he was influenced by the life around him and, and how he viewed things i just i wonder what kind of creativity is going to come out of the band because of the emotions that they feel in the passing of of fletch that's what i'm Apart from just wanting to hear new Depeche Mode, that's what I'm most curious about. As always, what do you think, though? Talkshownerd at gmail.com. If you happen to be listening on uh, YouTube, you can drop me a comment there as well. I got a lot of listener feedback this week, so let's go ahead and dive into it. First one, a couple of really short clips and some longer ones here, or comments, I should say. First one comes from Maker of Music. I gave him that title. Uh, Michael E. Tennant, who write, Yep, this made my day. <laughs> So I think it did for a lot of people. Um, Gray Room wrote this. Great stuff. I've been a fan collector since 86. Still very weird and difficult to see the Fletch passed away. The pro- uh, The processing has been hard. However, I do think something beautiful will come out of this through their music. I agree with you about the pain and suffering around Songs of Faith and Devotion, and that yielded some of their best work. I do know that Richard Blade had mentioned that they were already in the discussing writing phase of a new album before Fletch passed away. Maybe we need it more than we vocalized. And maybe now is the time for bygones to be bygones. Who knows? It's funny uh, It's funny about spirit and what you said. Um, when I was talking about spirit on the last episode, it was about how that album didn't really resonate with me. But if you missed it, and I won't get into all of it again. Um, so... Fletch passed away um, of his of a heart condition, the um, aortic dissection. Uh, I ended up going into the hospital a few weeks later um, for a third open heart surgery, of which I've chronicled on the podcast in the past. And while I was recovering in the hospital, my best friend and the guy that I um, did the show with, which I'm now doing by myself again, um, he passed away from a cardiac event. So. Through all of that, um, listening to a lot of Depeche Mode, <laughs> for one, because uh, it's always been my outlet and friend, especially now because I lost my best friend, um, I revisited Spirit, and that album resonated with me in a way that it hadn't before. And uh, I've been listening to that album a lot where I hadn't before because I finally found a lot of relatability in the in the songs, especially from the standpoint of I'm a, I'm a news talk show host, so... Uh, the 
political commentary within the album, um, which is always fantastic when it comes to Depeche Mode because of how ambiguous it is. Um, I could take it and apply it to the stories that I was talking about on a daily basis that I'm now fully in charge of once again, hosting my own show. I had hosted my own show for almost 10 years in Tucson, Arizona, before I came up here six years ago to join my best friend and do the show that we did up here. Um, unfortunately, with this passing, I'm back to hosting a, a solo show. And uh, it's in my wheelhouse. It's what I know how to do. It's what I got into talk radio to do. The only person I ever wanted to host a show with was my friend Drew. Uh, that being said, I've found um, more motivation, which lends itself to the commentary I did before about the band, where I've found inspiration and motivation in having to um, continue the legacy of what Drew and I were doing with the show and carry it on by myself. Uh, but to the to uh, Gray Room's comment on here as I go off on a tangent, uh, Spirit is an album that I very much enjoy in a way that I did not before after it first came out. So, they write, It's funny about Spirit and what you said. Both tracks are gone tracks. The tracks that I enjoy. Um, and the album didn't resonate with me at all when it was released. Going backwards was and is the standout track for me. I guess it was more external facing than inward, which is something they hadn't really done since 1983. And I also feel that it was a bit prophetic. It was released in 2017 against the then current political uh, backdrop. And here we are in 2022 when things are worse. For whatever reasons we now find ourselves in, in this. Keep it up. Thank you, Grey Room. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, we also heard from uh, Chuck. And Chuck, no offense. I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. Actually, I take that back. I am going to try to pronounce it. Jerkovic? Dejerk? Dejerkovic? Please send me the correct phonetic spelling of that. If I had more time and I could deviate off, I would go to pronunciation on Google, but I don't. So Chuck writes, and he's written quite a bunch, and I, I'm so thankful for everybody who wrote in. Good to hear from you, and thanks for the good news. You're welcome. Nina Wilder wrote, OMG, I'm only a little bit into the video. Thank you so much for sharing this. A longtime uh, friend of the show, John Justice, with an H, says, So thankful to see the picture. Love that they are together and seem to be in the studio, even if it is Martin's. Can't wait for new music. Victor Corners writes, uh, Let's return Alan Wilder in the band. That would be fantastic for him coming back. Jay uh, McGurin writes, I very much doubt Wilder will return. <laughs> yeah, and that's always the speculation, right? Is this desire? And, and look, I, I I, don't think that anybody would complain if, I'll, if Alan Wilder returned to the band. I can't imagine anybody complaining if Alan Wilder returned to the band. I just have a hard time believing that would happen. But if you asked me what would be the dream together... It would have Alan Wilder return to the band and bring Flood back in to produce. Let's see what they can do in 2023, you know, 2022, 2023. Mark Leaning writes, I can't wait. God bless our Fletch. And lastly, Stephanie writes, my colleague asked me, why don't they quit? They will not be better. Wow. Well, you don't have to listen, colleague. I answered, it's because every fan wants it. And very important, they never disappointed. They never bore with their music. I'm looking forward to the new material. Keep it going. All the best to you, Stephanie. So thank you to everybody who's who's written in to my 
uh, and listen to my ramblings um, about Depeche Mode. I've received quite a bit of criticism. <laughs> I looked, uh, it was a while back, I looked at some of the comments on uh, the um, the reviews on YouTube, which I never go and do. Uh, yeah, I just, just typically I don't go and look at them. And boy, I had some harsh reviews on there. <laughs> People very upset, which I'm going to talk about here in a moment. But some people very upset that I pushed my my books during the podcast. It's part of the reason why I do it, guys, because selling books is hard. So, listen, I just appreciate that any Depeche Mode fan takes any time out of their day and listens to this podcast, uh, as opposed to going and listening to the music, which is so much better than anything I could ever do on this podcast. So, I just really do appreciate it, and uh, it was really cool to see so many people reach out, um, as I'm very inconsistent uh, posting on the show, but I I do make this quasi promise, and that is once we get into the into the news releasing stage for the band, once we know the band is working on material, and we find out you know where they're working on it at, who's producing, what it is we're actually going to get, I will be much more consistent in putting uh, shows out. Whenever there's news, I. I try to go and post something. So I'm just very appreciative you take time at all out to listen. With that being said, if you'd like to support what I do here on my nerd world, um, I don't do, I've never done Patreon uh, before. Uh, it's just not really something that I ever wanted to do. But I do do this podcast, and uh, I also have my, my Star Wars, my weekly Star Wars podcast. If you want to support what I do on here um, and help me do more of it, uh, I hope that you'll go. And uh, pick up a copy of my science fiction series. If you do love Depeche Mode, and clearly you do, or you're listening to me ramble on about it, um, and you read science fiction, I hope you will go and treat yourself a friend or a family member with sci-fi. It's written for adults, but it's great just for ages 11 years old and up. Um, there's uh, it, the, the books are, I mean, they're, again, they're written for kids, but... They're written for adults, but they're age-appropriate for children. Think Star Wars in the terms of violence and language. Okay. Um, Embark Book One. I've got it available in ebook for just ninety nine cents, and you can actually get the opening trilogy at a discounted price of three ninety nine. The series is also available in hardcover, paperback, and audiobook on Amazon.com or my website, MyNerdWorld.net. Uh, the story is set in the future where air and space flight culture has replaced car culture. It is largely in part inspired by Depeche Mode. Life in the so-called space age, the world we live in, and life in general. Depeche Mode plays a large part in the underlying themes of the story, and the main character himself is a massive Depeche Mode fan at a time in the future when the music between the 80s and 2000s is nostalgic and popular among the characters of the story. The stories feature references to your favorite band, both direct and indirect, uh, indirect, while telling an exciting science fiction space opera saga. Follow a ragtag squadron of pilots and one reluctant hero on a journey through the far reaches of space as they fight for their future among the stars. When Taft Guardia wasn't making upgrades to his ship, he was trying to impress fellow pilot Katha Morrow. He'll get more than he bargained for when Katha needs his help investigating a cryptic message from her late aerospace engineer father, leading them to a shocking discovery. They soon learn that an industrial accident has set off a global catastrophe, and Taft realizes what Katha's father left behind might be their key to survival. Amid the growing chaos, a corporate megalomaniac with an armada of starships at his disposal will stop at nothing to obtain what they've found. 
now Taft, unable to escape his destiny, will face a dire choice, protect the power in his possession, or risk everything to save the one who matters most. If you like your science fiction epic filled with references to Depeche Mode, a little bit of romance and lots of action, Embark is perfect for you. Don't miss this fast-paced and action-packed science fiction series. Again, head on over to mynerdworld.net or amazon.com and search for Embark and John J-O-N Justice to pick up your preferred copy. And I really do appreciate it. It is the best way you can show support for the show. And um, I'm really proud of the work that I've done in the series. Those that have read it, I know, have been uh, um, have turned into fans, which is pretty cool. So thank you so much for checking out uh, the episode again this week. I'll be back whenever Depeche Mode news breaks and there's something new to report. I continue to look forward to hearing from you. Talkshownerd at gmail.com or leave a comment up on YouTube as well. I hope wherever you are, you are listening to Depeche Mode. You are happy, you are healthy, and you are safe. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Bye. My Nerd World. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.